Hi, DPs. What up, babe? I never know how to start these things. I'm always like, what witty thing can I say to open it? But I just end up saying something stupid. I have the perfect thing to say. Okay, ready. It's gonna be my. <laughs> it's gonna be my. My window was open. Oh, shut it, girl. Shut it, girl. <laughs> Welcome to another episode, DPs. Yeah, another month come and gone. Yes. Crazy. Time is moving so quickly. <laughs> in this weird time warp we are in. Let's do the time warp again. Harmonies. Yes. We're um, singers. Did you know? Are we? I don't know. It's been a while. I haven't been paid to sing in a while. <laughs> so. Wow. <laughs> Dharma is checking the voting situation right now. Um. Because, as you know, we like to judge you for your choices. Yes. We like to yell and bully you. Yeah. We respect your choice, but that doesn't mean we're not going to call you out on it. Disrespect you. <laughs> it's an equal give and pull of respect and disrespect. Guess who voted different again Jamie. this month? <laughs> Jamie, our Jamie. resident rebel rouser. Baby. I love it so much. I'm so sorry you didn't get your choice again this month. It must be so disappointing for you. <laughs> but I, I can't help you, so. <laughs> yeah, neither of us can help you. You just have to make better decisions. Maybe Jamie does it on purpose. Maybe they vote last. Maybe. And they're like, you know what, two are over there. I'm just going to sauce I'm one to the other. I'm just going to be Sparkle's different. Yeah, Sparkle's different. Wow. Um, we love you, Jamie. <laughs> we love you so much, Jamie. Um, the other two... Be more special. Yeah. <laughs> like, have a voice, you know? Figure it out. Say oh something God. unique. <laughs> oh, my God. We're such idiots. This is... Yeah, we are. Sorry. Okay, so this is the book that Jamie did not pick. Okay. You ready to hear what it is? Yeah, I'm ready. The polls are in. <gasps> and the winner is... so loud. No, it all sounds bad. Okay, go. Okay, drum roll. There we go. That was good. In Fugitive Arms <laughs> by Christine Michaels. In Fugitive Arms. Yes. Hate the title. Yes. Uh, me too. But <laughs> it says on the front in a little box, it says futuristic romance. Oh, it doesn't look that futuristic. No, it really doesn't. Wow. Okay. This man is jacked as hell yeah he's scary buff he's scary buff like that's not real he looks like arnold schwarzenegger or whatever his name yeah. is <laughs> he has like those type of muscles absolutely like the scary muscles yeah like could break your head with his bicep <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> oh my god remember that challenge that people would do where they put an egg in their bicep yes. and the guy would be like look at how strong i am and smush it and then like the twinkiest little girl would do it and be like yeah yeah <laughs> you're just moving your arm it's called physics you're putting pressure <laughs> on a fragile object anyone can do it it has nothing to do with your bicep down asses oh, love men love um, men yeah wow okay well this is interesting yeah love in another time another place oh. in the future in the future well it should have been called like a future Fugitive in the future. Like, alliteration. Do something. Fugitive in the future. Oh, my like God. Like, Phil of the Future. You know that TV show? Yes, Phil of the Future. Future Fugitive. 
Wow. In the arms of a future fugitive. In the arms of a fugitive. In another time. I don't know what you're saying. (laughs) (laughs) This is the back. The captive. She was a stellar legionnaire, a defiant beauty who would prove she was as dedicated and hardworking as any man. Love it. But when a mysterious explosion landed Corporal Shenda Rydell in the arms of an escaped prisoner, nothing could protect her from the unexpected perils and dangerous desires that followed. Sorry, what's her name again? Shenda Rydell. Okay, great. Yeah. It sounds like Shonda Rhimes. Oh my God, it totally <laughs> does. Yeah, she's um a high up in the military. I love it already. Yeah. The Fugitive. Framed for a murder he didn't commit, Logan Swan had to clear his name at any cost. And he didn't have any second thoughts about making Shenda a pawn in his quest for revenge. Oh. Yet even as Logan searched for the proof that would free him, he had to fight off the passionate longing that threatened to turn him into a hostage of Shenda's love. Okay. Okay, girl. This is how we should have introduced ourselves for season two. You know how we do like a little bio like, I'm Dharma, yeah. I'm Michaela. It should have been like, Dharma, warrior goddess of the books. <laughs> Fighting for love that doesn't exist. Searching far and wide and always being disappointed by love. Yeah. <laughs> Will she find what she's looking for? Tune in to find out. <laughs> Michaela, the dumbass. Oh my God. <laughs> Will she read? Nope. (laughs) Will she complete the quest of learning how to read? (laughs) Tune in next week. (laughs) As Michaela struggles to form a sentence. What? (laughs) Yeah, so we've never had like prisoner hostage romance before. Yeah, we have. Have we? Yeah, there was that one like pirate one where he had her like hostage on the ship and then he was like, you know what? I'm going to sex you up. And then he does. And then he does. And then there's another one where he does the same thing. (laughs) Great. I remember that one. I don't remember if it's pirates, but it's some type of like... One of them, they don't have sex on the ship. They're on land and they have sex. Yes, And then another one, they again go on land and then there's like a priest and he's like, marry us so that I can fuck her. And then that's what happens. Oh, that was the Viking. Yeah. Viking. Viking. Yes. Yeah, because he's like, who is this woman? Yes. I must kill her. Never mind. The Scottish witch. Yeah. What did you call me? You heard me. Um, okay, so this is what happens. Let me see if I remember correctly. Great. Let me give my bad recap. So excited. It's my favorite part of every episode. I think it's everyone's favorite part. <laughs> it's just mass confusion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of stuttering, a lot of repeating. Yeah. <laughs> um. So Shenda is stationed at this prison planet. Great. Because every person in the military has to do at least a few months at the prison to make it fair for everyone. So it's her turn now. Yeah, jury duty. And on her ship, like first chapter, she's up in the like death row floor. Okay. And there's a jailbreak. (gasps) And she's taken hostage by Logan Swan. Oh my God. Who's this hot prisoner. But he was wrongly accused of murdering someone. Mm. He was framed by this really high up 
politician. Great. That Shenda is actually engaged to. Oh. Her father is forcing her to marry this man. Money. Be- yeah. Because her father is also a famous politician and philanthropist or whatever. And she's Great. like, I don't want anything to do with that. I'm going to be a soldier. Bing, bing. But she doesn't know this yet. So once Logan escapes, his plan is to find the real killer who he knows is this politician man. Yeah. So he's trying to gather evidence that it wasn't him. And he's taken Shenda hostage so they don't open fire on him and, like, kill him. As one does. As one does. Great. Logan, actually, is going to die very soon. Mm. So if he doesn't find this specific object that he... Because he's an archaeologist. Okay. He's a he, he's an interstellar archaeologist. This muscled up man is an archaeologist. He's an archaeologist. That's a lie. I know. But you know, why don't they ever have just like normal human bodies right? on these covers? Like this man. Like half the people in the world don't find that attractive. Including no, Including both of us. Yeah. Like, it, this is too much. It's, it's too much. Too much. I would be scared to touch him in you case know, I would break. This would be so hot if he was like a Milo because he's an uh, archaeologist. So if he had like uh, some cute little glasses. He had cute little glasses. He's like some scrawny lean person. Yeah. He's a little got bit of an floopy, arm. Yeah. He's got the floopy hair. That would have been so hot. He's got a book bag. Yeah. Let's do that. Oh, my God. Anyways, but I do like the name Logan. So Logan I'm here for is it. a very good name. Yeah. So he, when he was digging in a dig, sure, <laughs> he found this object that when he touched it, he got teleported somewhere. Okay. But now that the object's been taken, the politician man stole the object because apparently it's worth a lot or whatever. Okay. Logan no longer has control over this teleporting thing. Oh. So he's like phasing in and out. And one day he's just going to disappear and never come back. Okay. But Great. if he, and his, he thinks that if he gets this object, he'll be able to fix it. This is exactly like Ant-Man and the Wasp, which we watched last night. We did watch it last night. And I literally just put two and two together also. Yeah, it's the exact same. It's if, the exact same. It's a boring ass movie. And whoever wrote the, the villains was like. Gave up. They gave yeah, up. <laughs> they fully gave up. <laughs> but th- that's exactly the villain. It's cool. exactly. Yeah. Cool. So he's on his quest. He goes back to his home planet, which is actually Earth 2.0. Oh, okay. Yeah. So this takes place in the future when Earth colonized an empty, like a different planet Mm -hmm. because of overpopulation and everything. So his planet, I forget what it's called, but his Earth 2.0 is like a more primitive Earth. They ride horses. They farm the land. It's got very much vibes of like colonizing the u.s you know like everyone has a lot of land mm-hmm. r- riding horses great we're going plant- back to the olden days planting yeah they're going back to the old days there's like alien plants and everything that mm-hmm. is different from sure earth great. but shenda's from original earth oh. which is very futuristic they have co- hover cars they mm. there's no space left on earth like you live in skyscrapers all that kind of stuff was he, were people chosen to go to this second earth or was it just like a random 50-50, you're going to come with us? That's a great question. I forget. Great. But he's not like superior in any way. He's just a part of a different planet. He's just, a, yeah, he's just a part okay. of a different planet. But the, the original earth kind of looked down on earth 2.0. Oh. 
because oh. they're so quotes primitive sure yeah they're okay. like what it be better but they're like we have a shit ton of land and we're we're doing fine yeah we're not gonna kill the land we're gonna learn from our mistakes on yep. earth point one yeah and we're gonna do better yeah exactly. Um, except for we colonized it so we really aren't doing any better but yeah no <laughs> like Great. in the book it says there weren't any inhabitants inhabitants besides animals and plants sure that's what they always say that's what they always say but we always end up we love history screwing shit up anyways yeah um okay cool so he takes shenda back to his home planet mm-hmm. to switch out his stolen craft and to get his own craft because he knows where he's going. Like, he has a full plan. And yeah. Shenda's just along for the ride as his hostage. Yeah. Okay. He explains all of this to Shenda. Mm-hmm. And so she's kind of like, yeah, I understand. And she also wants to fuck over this big politician guy because she's engaged to him. And what's her dark and twisted past? Do you want to know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When she was 16, she had an affair with this big politician man oh. specifically. And he impregnated her. <gasps> And she kept it secret from the whole world. She kept it secret from her dad. She kept it secret from this politician man. How? She went away for nine months, delivered the baby, gave him to a nurse to take care of. Oh, my God. Hasn't told a living soul. So she has a son that she wants to keep a secret from this politician man because he's an evil person. Yeah. So she's like, okay, Logan, I'll help you screw over this guy because I'm in danger of losing my son. Okay. All right. So now they're kind of working together. Great. And now they're on his home planet and they're going through a big rainforest to get to his secret safe house. Okay. And it's the first night in the rainforest and Shenda's like, what is this strange new place? And there's only one tent. Of course, there always is. There's always one tent and she's like, don't fucking touch me. I swear to God, if you even look in my direction, I'll kick your ass. (laughs) Which he do- he doesn't do anything. Yeah. They sleep through the night, and then it's the next morning. Oh, I see. A little bit of morning sex. Yeah. Logan's got that morning wood. <laughs> Great. Yes. Okay. Any questions? Um, No. That's pretty straightforward. Yeah. As straightforward as an alien, not really alien, as a... Futuristic? Yeah, futuristic romance novel can be. Space-time continuum, yeah. quantum realm. Fugitive of the future. Fugitive of the future. I love some alliteration. Shenda stirred. Her nose was cold. She turned her head slightly to bury it in the warm fuzziness beneath her cheek. I was going to say, the woman on the front cover has an amazing nose. So good. Her nose is beautiful. It's so perfect. And her yeah. hair is like long and black and luscious. Yeah. She's very beautiful. She is absolutely gorgeous. Get her, it, girl. Yeah. Whoever sculpted her, <laughs> congratulations. I also love the way she's clutching his abdomen. Yeah. And I like that she's holding his neck, too. Yeah. I like that she, she's for sure in power. Oh, 1,000%. In this picture, which I'm like... Yeah, girl. Yeah, he's the sub in this. Yeah. She's a soldier. He's a... Dumbass. Fugitive of the law. (laughs) Yeah. A faint, vaguely familiar musky scent invaded her nostrils. Sleepily, she tried to identify it. It smelled like... Like deodorant soap. A man's deodorant soap. Suddenly, her eyes opened to encounter a broad expanse of hairy chest 
An instant later, a pair of gleaming whiskey-potent eyes fastened on her. But he doesn't have hair on the front cover. Yeah, make your front cover accurate. These books never follow through. We love, if this man's had chest hair, he would be five times hotter. Yes. But I feel like people don't like hair, so they don't put those types of things on covers. I feel like maybe people do like hair, but they don't want to admit that they like hair. Yeah, well, yeah, no, I I am very pro-hair. Absolutely. But yes, I do, I do see that. Yeah. But I'm trying to think, like, there are no covers that we've ever had that have a hair. man has had chest hair. No. That's psychotic. That is psychotic. There's nothing worse than a man that shaves his chest. Oh, shaving is the worst. No, like, you can trim, yep. but I've... Been with a guy that, like, uses a razor and shaves it. Oh, God. And then it goes, like, stubbly. Yeah, it's so... And then you're just going to get burnt, like... Yeah. Stubble burn, like... Just just trim it also if you're that concerned about being hairless like go go get a wax yeah it'll be so much better for you in the long run totally don't shave it don't shave it no nay 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 for a frozen instant in time they stared at each other good morning sweetheart his husky voice rolled over her with the seductive pull of tidewater great stars she was lying virtually on top of swan and after she had told him to keep his hands to himself, embarrassment burned her face and flooded it with color. She could only hope that the pale pre-dawn light would prevent him from seeing it. Morning, she murmured as she hastily tried to roll to the side. His arm was there to prevent it. Shunda's eyes flew to his face. A mistake, for once again she found her gaze trapped by the hypnotic potency of his. A peculiar tension invaded the tent, thickening the air, making it difficult to breathe. His eyes never leaving her face, he gripped her arms in a firm but gentle grip and slowly pulled her up the length of his body, over the magnificent chest, until she looked down into his face. Whiskers shadowed his jaw with the new day's growth. His full-lipped mouth, free of tension, curved into a slow, devastating smile. His tawny eyes gleamed at her from beneath thick black brows. Slowly, never releasing her from the spellbinding grip of his gaze, he bent his head forward. Shenda's breath froze in her chest. She could not have moved had her life depended on it. His lips closed over hers, soft and demanding. His tongue touched her lips and, helplessly, she opened to him. I love this. This is great. Yeah. Good job. Rational thought fled. His kiss was more overwhelming, more thoroughly devastating to the senses than she'd remembered. Her nipples tingled and hardened. Her pulse raced. Her lungs constricted, drawing air in panting little gasps as they sought desperately to keep pace with her pounding heart. She felt lightheaded, breathless, and thoroughly, gloriously woman. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, this is a great description of, like, a first moment, you know? Yeah. Like, the tension was there, mm-hmm. and the slow burn to the kiss was there. Yeah, it's a little bit awkward. I can, like, put myself into the situation. Absolutely. I see myself. I see myself. Yeah, I understand both of, like, their emotions in the moment. It's not cringy. No. So good. 
He found the fastening on the front of her jumpsuit and tugged it down, baring her breasts. He cupped one of them in the palm of his hand, raking the sensitive nipple with the pad of his thumb. Shenda gasped. In the next instant, he freed her lips and then, with a sudden movement, turned, reversing their positions. Yes. I like that now they're just getting down to business. Oh, yeah. Now it's speeding up. Let's go. Shenda stared up at him. His molten gold gaze roamed slowly from her face, down her throat, to her exposed breasts, searing her with its heat. Saints, you're beautiful. The low murmur of his voice drifted over her like a tactile caress. Ugh, that would make me so giddy. So, yeah, so warm and fuzzy on the inside. Mm, yeah. Mm. Right in the morning, too. Oh, and he has Ugh. morning voice. He's oh, like, my God. Saints, you're beautiful. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'd be dead. Morning sex is already great. But if yeah. this situation was happening in in the morning. In the morning. In the morning. Cock a doodle doo. I want it. <laughs> yeah, cock a doodle doo. <laughs> cock, cock your doodle doo. No. Cock my doodle doo. Closer. That was better. <laughs> his large, warm hand moved to encompass one small breast, and then his lips closed over the hard little nipple of the other. Sensation lanced through Shenda clear to her toes. A moan clawed its way up her throat, forcing its way between kiss-swollen lips. Her breasts swelled, her body arched beneath him, and her hands clutched mindlessly at the satin-over-steel flesh of his biceps. She was vaguely aware that, even as he lavished attention on her sensitive breasts, he was easing her jumpsuit off her shoulders and sliding it down her body. But she was too lost in sensation, in unrivaled sexual excitement, to care. His hands and lips roamed slowly over her entire body, stroking, caressing, exploring. Then, the encumbering fabric of the jumpsuit disposed of, he worked his way back up her body until he looked down into her face with glittering, hungry eyes. Hungry eyes. (laughs) Oh my god, Uh, I'm totally picturing Logan as Patrick Swayze now. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yes, yeah. that's way better. I see it. I see it. Yeah, with that a little bit of hair on his chest. Absolutely. He's like a nice sculpted man. He's a working man. Yeah, I can't. Like, not the same movie, but Dirty Dancing. Ugh. Babes and Babes. So good. That scene when they're when um he brings her to like all of the counselors dancing and it's so dirty it's so and dirty grungy. in the barn like oh uh, my god and the dancers are so good and it's yep. just pure sex and it I is can't. that was one of my sexual awakenings yeah it's absolutely. so good I was like what is this feeling that I have <laughs> arousal arousal <laughs> she stared at him mesmerized by the scorching desire reflected in his eyes tantalized by the promise of rapture transmitted through his touch, seduced by the sheer power of his compelling masculinity. When his lips closed over hers again, Shenda clung to him, kissing him as devouringly as he kissed her. Her hands splayed over his splendid chest, and she admired the flexing muscles beneath her hands, even as she gloried in the soft abrasion of his chest hair against her palms. He shifted slightly to one side, one of his hands gliding tantalizingly over her breasts before sliding down to her stomach. 
A finger delved playfully into her navel before moving lower. Instinctively, Shenda raised her hips in invitation, but he ignored it. His fingers caressed the small thatch of crisp midnight curls at the junction of her thighs, moved lower to draw playful, torturous circles on the tender flesh of her inner thighs, pressed unsatisfyingly against the sensitive bud of her femininity before moving back to begin the torture all over again. She couldn't stand it. She was on fire for him, aching for him to touch her. Swan, please, she gasped finally, desperately against the warm column of his neck. Her voice was so thick she hardly recognized it. His head moved lower, lavishing attention once more on her already swollen and aching breasts, but he continued to ignore the burning need that centered between her thighs. Shenda was vaguely aware that the panting little cries she heard were coming from her own mouth, but she was powerless to control them. Stars, she felt like she was going to explode. Logan, she cried again, urgently. Oi. And then finally that coveted hand began to move in a more satisfying manner. His fingers deftly stroked the tiny bud that pulsed for his touch and then moved lower. Lingeringly, tantalizingly, he slid a finger inside her body. The sensation was exquisite. And as he slowly withdrew that pleasure-giving finger, her body instinctively arched in renewed invitation. Teasing is the monica was correct yeah you have to do one two a one two three <laughs> three four five one six yeah. one three <laughs> you really have to just like Keep go until toes. you literally cannot go any further yeah exactly like tease to the ends of the earth that's what foreplay is. Foreplay is just a massive tease. Absolutely. And people that think that foreplay is not necessary. I say burn them all. Yeah, burn. <laughs> burn them all. What in your right mind makes you think that it's okay to say foreplay is not necessarily? Yeah. Who who are you not pleasing? <clears throat> Everyone. Well, because for I understand for men, you know, like you're already rock hard. You're like, sure, let's just do it. But a good man understands that he can get more sexually aroused by fooling around with the human in front of them. Absolutely. It makes it better. Don't it you, makes it last longer. Yeah, don't you want to prolong the pleasure? Right? It's like, it's basic psychology. Mm -hmm. Delayed gratification. Yes, exactly. That's why people edge themselves. Absolutely. It makes it better. Edging, Ugh, it's a great time to be alive. So good. Yeah. Saints, you're hot, he murmured. How long has it been for you? Shenda was beyond comprehension. Forcing her eyes open, she looked at him. What? How long has it been since you made love? His finger pressed its way back into her body. Nine years, she half moaned, half whispered. <laughs> That's so long. <laughs> Probably since she had her child. This is correct. Which I guess makes sense in this like weird world that we're in. Yeah. I would I also understand where she's coming from. Like she had sex once with someone she thought she loved. He abandoned her. She had his child. And now she doesn't trust another man ever again. Yeah. Trauma. Trauma. 101. <laughs> she half moaned, half whispered, responding to the question without forethought. 
She realized the magnitude of her confession in the next instant when his fingers froze in mid-maneuver and he stared at her in astonishment. Oh, who cares? Continue. Nine years? He echoed. It was too late now to retract the statement. Slowly, Shenda nodded. Yes? Why? Why the hell did he want to carry on a conversation now? Her senses were in chaos. She couldn't think. I... I don't like men. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, girl. Yeah, that's as good of a reason as any. Literally, like, join the club. Yeah. <laughs> Let's start a support group. <laughs> she instinctively used the same explanation she'd used over the years to explain her solitary existence. Somehow, under the circumstances, it rang a little false. He withdrew his finger from her body, and once again her hips arched in involuntary enticement. I see. A tender smile hovered on his lips. And you never availed yourself of an erotica booth? No. Her brows shot almost into her hairline. What's an erotica booth? I'm assuming it's like some sort of futuristic brothel moment. Oh, okay. Like a phone booth, but for... Sex. sex how fun i kind of like that i know why don't we have those yeah i mean we do well you but... can also just watch porn literally anywhere and anywhere. there are sex toys flying in your face 24 7 so. <laughs> ah what you just throw at me michaela <laughs> a dick <laughs> she was scandalized by the suggestion that she might have frequented such a device erotica booths were for the unrefined. <laughs> Are we unrefined? Uh, Shenda says so. Yes. And then, as his finger plunged slowly back into her body, and Shenda was unable to stifle a soft sigh, mercifully he stopped talking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a moment later, he rose above her and began to unfasten his trousers. As the cold morning air moved greedily into the confines of the slumber bag to caress her body... A brief moment of lucidity stabbed Shenda. What was she doing? But as the soft morning light eased its way into the tent, and her eyes caressed the magnificent male body before her, the moment passed. Feeling bereft, Shenda allowed her gaze to roam over him hungrily. Then Swan was moving over her, kneeling between her legs as he leaned forward to lavish attention on her supine body once again, fanning the flames of passion into a raging inferno that all but consumed Shenda with its scorching intensity. Okay. She cried out, and then he was entering her. <gasps> Huge and hot and hard, he filled her, thrusting, caressing, stoking the inferno of desire into an all-consuming firestorm that fused their flesh and touched their souls. Shenda cried out. Her muscles clenched, gripping him. And release came, a volcanic explosion of heat that radiated outward from the center of her being in pulsing waves to every atom of every extremity in her body. Oh my god, already? Yeah. Okay, girl. It's been nine years. <laughs> <laughs> a fraction of a second later, Swan's hoarse shout melded with hers, and they lay exhausted in each other's arms. What? <laughs> Okay. A short time later, he rolled to one side, holding her close to him. Saints alive, sweetheart, he murmured as his breathing slowly returned to normal. 
You are one hell of a woman. I think I could get used to this. Shenda opened her eyes and in the next instant bolted upright. Scooting back onto her own side of the tent, she sat staring at him. This is not going to happen again, Swan. Ever. Do you understand? He stared at her, pinning her with those amber-hard eyes. I was under the impression that you enjoyed it as much as I did. Heat flooded her face. That's besides the point. I have no particular use for men, and I refuse to begin a relationship with one, especially a fugitive. <laughs> Maybe you'd do well to remind yourself of that before you snuggle up next to one again. Okay. End of sex scene. Wow. Wow. Yeah, the foreplay was great. The insertion was zero to a hundred real quick. It was really funny. It was. Um, it happened in a blink of an eye. Yeah. Like, did it actually happen? I don't know. We'll never know. No. If you insert yourself for two seconds into a woman, did does anyone know you had sex? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If a tree falls in a forest and no one's there to hear it, did it really fall? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did your dick really come? I don't know. <laughs> Did she really experience pleasure? Well, it sounded like they both got lots of pleasure out of it. And yeah. I did enjoy their relationship and their banter and all of the things. And the foreplay was The foreplay was the best part. Yeah. <laughs> scrumptious is a great way of, yeah. of explaining it. The actual sex, I'm like, okay, we could do better. But also, this was their first time together. So I'm kind of just going gonna, gonna to throw them a bone and be like, It'll get better. Yeah, I'm like, I'm happy for them that they both enjoyed themselves. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. sounded great. And I believed it. Yes. I think that we've come to the conclusion that to make a good book, it has to be believable. This is very true. And this, I, I believe all the things. Great. So I would give it like, I don't think that this is spank bank worthy but I think that... <laughs> Were you satisfied? I was satisfied. Like, Yeah, I, I think it's a solid five. Yeah, I'd give it a five. Yeah, a solid satisfaction. Yeah. You know, if he just like thrusted for like half a page... Maybe if there was like one position change halfway yeah. through, then it would have been like snap diddly do. Yeah. That's it. That's all Cock we needed. Cock a doodle do. But like two sentences... Yeah, it was really just one paragraph. I need more. But maybe the writer is edging the reader. Yeah, I didn't read farther than this. Yeah, so I don't know if book. they have more sex, but it's a massive book. So I'm assuming they have more sex. I would assume also. But if be that was the only sex scene, waste of time. Waste of time. Like sometimes in these Harlequin books that are like older... They'll have a first sex scene and then all the rest of the sex scenes will be fade to black, mm. which is so annoying. Yeah. Like write all of your sex scenes. Yes. I write feel them this. all down. Yeah. And if you're not going to do it, don't make them have sex. Yeah. Well, you're in the business of writing smut. So write smut. <laughs> yeah. That's like me as a choreographer being like halfway through the number fade to black. They already know you can dance. <laughs> to black we don't need it like do the job do Follow the through. job do the thing do the thing and if you want to be more of a romance writer just make the sex more romantic yes everyone loves reading sex mm -hmm. literally everyone so right speaking about for it. the masses yeah i'm just <laughs> saying a fact yeah yep yeah okay well dps let us know what you think if you were satisfied is this spank bank worthy <laughs> i don't know let us know <laughs> 
great. You all already do all the things and we love you so much for it. So we won't give you the spiel, but hopefully next month maybe jamie will get you'll get what you want next month i don't know we'll see i kind of hope not i kind of just hope that forever and always jamie will never get Get, the book that they will never get what they want what a fun time (laughs) and even if they do vote for like the book that is has the higher vote we'll just read the other book oh my god yeah i love that forever and always never fulfilling jamie's dreams yeah we're just edging Jamie we're for the rest edi- of time. Oh my God, this is so true. I hope you love enjoy you, it, Jamie. <laughs> okay, love you all. See yes. you next. See you next time. Bye.